You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Now, Pete Weatherburn, who likes his gadgets as well, uh, is here. Our vet, morning to you, Pete. Good, good morning, Declan. Good you morning. Like, you like these gadgets? Fit, yeah. Have you got a Fitbit? Um, funny if I've, I've got a Garmin watch, which is a bit different to a Fitbit. Oh, My wife me, has yeah. a Fitbit charge, which she loves it because it, she, she's a real walker and it monitors exactly how far she, she has to do more than 20,000 steps every day and she knows that and it also monitors her sleep and she has to get at least seven hours sleep a night. So there you go. She can just monitor <laughs> all that and it's great. But the interesting thing is there's actually a dog version now that's come out and I've got one on trial just now. It's called a pet piece and it's a collar and what it does is it measures your dog's heart rate, breathing rate, body temperature, and also your dog's activity. So you can work, so if somebody comes in with a problem with their dog, let's say an orthopedic problem, and they need an operation, and then the dog has to be rested afterwards, and then gradually increase the exercise, if you put this collar on the dog, you can monitor exactly, are they doing what they're meant to be doing? And it, because they know you're monitoring that, they make sure they're doing exactly what they're doing. So this sort of monitoring collar has become all the rage in the States. It's become a really big part of veterinary care. Um, and um, I'd imagine it's going to follow here. It's not been launched officially in Ireland yet. I've Because I work in the journalism world, they've given me this one yeah. to try out in my dog. Um, and I certainly am really impressed with it. Um, so there you go, Fitbit for dogs. Great, okay. Uh, we'd watch out for that. God, it's all changing, isn't it? Ah, uh, sure is. Maybe it's too, a week too early to talk about Halloween, is it? Uh, there's it's not nuts. many bangers around as there used to be, though. They, they don't seem to be, do they? You hear occasional uh, sort of crashes and bangs, but they're pretty rare now. Um, some dogs still get very spooked by them. I think at this stage, although it's a, a, a week to go, what people should be doing is they should realise if their pet was terrified last year, now is the time to get a den set up for your dog. Somewhere where they can go that's cosy and quiet and soundproof. Maybe a cupboard under the stairs, maybe a boiler room, something like that. Put a lovely comfy bed in there, put a, a radio on that's loud in there. Ideally put in a plug-in um, pheromone diffuser. So it becomes a little haven for your dog. And if you get your dog used to going in there just now, if there are a few nights next week where the fireworks are going out of hand, then your pet can go in there and, and be chilled out. I'd also make sure that your dog and cat is microchipped. It's the law that dogs have to be microchipped by, this, by April of next year anyway, so get it done. Um, and it makes sense to have cats microchipped as well. Why do I say that just now? Because every year, the day after Halloween, there's at least two or three animals that turn up because they got lost, because they bolted from their home because of fear of fireworks. It happens absolutely every year, predictably. So make sure your pet's microchip before Halloween comes along, even if you don't think they're going to be in, in trouble like that. Just get it done, and then you don't need to worry about that side of things. Right. Um, you know, it's just as hard to reassure them and all that, but a mm. den, they mightn't take to a den, uh, you know, if they're mm. not used to going to it in the first place. That's why you should start now, get them used to it. Do things like put, put some chew toys in there and even sit in there with them for a while to get them used to it so that it's, yeah. um, so it's a familiar place. Um, a, a question just in here. How do I know if my dog has worms? Um, well, you should... Sometimes there are signs, like sometimes a dog... Um, will will actually pass worms. Sometimes they might rub their bottom on the ground, although there are other causes of that as well. Um, 
But whether or not you see worms, you should still give your dog a good quality worm dose every three months as a matter of routine because dogs can carry worms that can infect humans and in particular children can cause blindness in children. So the universal recommendation is give them a broad spectrum, good quality worm that covers all different types of worms. Do it every three months and that way you can be pretty sure things are going to be... What does that do? Does it just shove out the worms or kill the worms? No, just um, in the old days they used to give products that that literally caused the intestines to go into spasm, so everything emptied out, including the worms, and that's how they got rid of worms. Uh, give, giving a big wad of tobacco was one way they used to do that. But nowadays, they, they've refined things hugely, so all that, all that you give is a drug which usually paralyzes the nervous system of the worm without affecting the dog in any way at all. So basically the worms all let go and 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 die and um, that's it. So most pets, you don't see anything when you give a worm dose. They stay perfectly healthy. It's just that the worms inside them are killed. Okay, mm. so there's a sign is just those sort of... Well, I, I actually wouldn't be looking for signs. I would be I just saying, do it anyway. I would just worm routine. a dog routinely every three months and then, then you should never see signs because your pet should never, get wor- n- never have a big worm burden because you're always going to nip it in the bud. And that's the best answer for sure. Okay. Yeah. Peter Weatherburn. Yeah, yeah. One thing, um, tonight I, I'm going to the Irish Blog Awards. Um, I'm one of the judges in that. It's in the Tivoli Theatre in Dublin. And if anybody's around Dublin, it should be a bit of fun. You can be there bought was, as a judge. Isn't there it? was nearly 500 blogs put forward right. for these awards. Um, and this, I've, I've judged my section, of which was lifestyle, because I write a blog at petethevet.com, as you know. And um, I couldn't choose my own one. Anyway, um, the, the blog awards are on tonight. You'll see the results in, in the news tomorrow, but who only wants to be there for, for it actually happening is, is in the Tivoli Theatre this evening. All right. Peter Weatherburn, a vet from uh, Brave Vet, Old Connor, TV3, and his website, as you heard him mention there, petethevet.com.